welcome to day 102 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season. Uh, we've done the story of the New Testament, the story of Scripture as a whole, and now we do the story of the prophets, which is a wonderful bridge between the Old Testament story and the gospel we find in the New Testament, uh, where we see both God's judgment and His mercy you know, coming together uh, in a wonderful way. And, and so God in His righteousness must judge sin, and His mercy He's provided a way to forgive sin. And it's quite incredible that you see the shadow of that. So if you have the rhythm for the last you know couple of days, uh, you know the rhythm has been we, we we talked about the you know the gods of Babylon and how useless they actually are. Then we talked about the Babylonians themselves, how they have been reduced, you know, to a, to a, a a people that are reflections of their god and their got their dependence on these gods of Nebo and of a. Uh, uh, Baal has finally led them to a place not of riches and prosperity, but to destitu- you know, destitution and judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and now in chapter 48, we, we, we turn to Israel. Mm-hmm. And the tragedy of Israel is even greater. The tragedy of Israel is not you know, that there are you know, a people who are worshiping false gods and suffer the consequences of that. Israel is, is people who had a true God and, and ignores him. And, and so the consequences are even more tragic you know, for the nation of Israel. So we come to, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we come to Isaiah 48, and as we do, uh, uh, we, we always, I know I say this every, you know, every podcast, but it's true every time you know, we come to the Word. You know, David had a wonderful prayer, open my eyes that I may behold beautiful things in your law. And, of course, the treasures of God's heart are revealed to us in Scripture, but they're, they're more than just treasures to be delighted in. They're treasures to transform us and to bring us uh, into the presence of God to reflect His heart and character. And, of course, the more we reflect His heart and character, the greater is the joy that He gives us. You know, Jesus you know, said, I've told you these things so that uh, my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. Uh, peace I give you, not as the world gives, I give to you. Do not let your hearts be discouraged. And so these are the gifts that come from a heart that is set in him and reflects his, his character. So we come to uh, Isaiah 48. Uh, the caption in my Bible says, Stubborn Israel, mm-hmm. uh, which means it's also going to be you know, a, a message about stubborn Paul you know, <laughs> a, a, as well. So before we read, Matt, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? Yeah, we need to pray for stu- stubborn Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, or Matt. <laughs> yeah. When you read this, you, you should be reading through a different lens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we do um, come before you in a posture of humility. Uh, we're reminded that you hide things from the wise, but are pleased to reveal things to little children. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we ask that you would reveal your heart and character to us through your word. Uh, Father, we, we sit here ready to receive. And so, Father, we thank you for this time uh, together as your people. Uh, Father, speak to us, comfort us, convict us, encourage us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 48. <laughs> Listen to this, you descendants of Jacob. You are called by the name of Israel and come from the line of Judah. You take oaths in the name of the Lord and invoke the God of Israel, but not in truth or righteousness. You who call yourselves citizens of the holy city and claim to rely on the God of Israel, the Lord Almighty is his name. I foretold the former things long ago. My mouth announced them and I made them known. Then suddenly I acted and they came to pass. 
for I knew how stubborn you were. Your neck muscles were iron, your forehead was bronze. Therefore, I told you these things long ago. Before they happened, I announced them to you so that you could say, my images brought them about. My wooden image and the metal God ordained them. You have heard these things. Look at them all. Will you not admit them? From now on, I will tell you of new things, of hidden things unknown to you. They are created now and not long ago. You've not heard of them before today, so you cannot say of them, yes, I knew them. You have neither heard nor understood. From of old, your ears have not been open. Well do I know how treacherous you are. You were called a rebel from birth. For my own name's sake, I delay my wrath. For the sake of my praise, I hold it back from you, so as not to destroy you completely. See, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do this. How can I let myself be defamed? I will not yield my glory to another. Listen to me, Jacob. Israel, whom I have called, I am he. I am the first and I am the last. My own hand laid the foundations of the earth and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I summon them, they all stand up together. Come together, all of you, and listen. Which of the idols have foretold these things? The Lord's chosen ally will carry out his purposes against Babylon. His arm will be against the Babylonians. I, even I, have spoken. Yes, I have called him. I will bring him, and he will succeed in his mission. Come near and listen to this. From the first announcement, I have not spoken in secret. The time it happens, I am here. And now the Sovereign Lord has sent me, endowed with His Spirit. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who direct you in the way that you should go. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your well-being like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand, your children, its numerous, its numerous grains. Their name would never be blotted out nor destroyed from before them. Leave Babylon. Flee from the Babylonians. Announce this with shouts of joy and proclaim it. Send it out to the ends of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. They did not thirst when he led them through the deserts. He made the waters flow from them for the rock. He split the rock and water gushed out. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. It's a and a beautiful you know, transposition of who God is and who his, his people are, his people are. And you have, you know, Jesus, you know, coming to the city of Jerusalem and, and, and looking over the city and, and you have the same plan of Christ, you know, from the lips of Jesus that you have here from the lips of the Lord. How, how I would have gathered you, but you would not have it. And what a what an incredible, you know, what an incredible description. Your neck muscles are like iron and and this is an image i don't know you know uh, this is an image in your forehead you know uh this this Im- agricultural image of a you know a, of a, a of an ox that will not you know take the yoke and so they stiff their neck and they bow their forehead and they resist every effort you know to come under the direction mm-hmm. and, and under you know the control of someone else and i said you're just as stubborn as an ox and your forehead is hard and i of course, a beautiful picture of how I teach you the right way to go. And you would have had peace like a river. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. and, and yet you have all this turmoil. And that's what stood out to me. I mean, it's like, and even in our day and age, I mean, if you've been in the church for any amount of time, you, and I you have. know, yeah, oh, a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was it in 1800s? Yeah. But, <laughs> it was the 1700s that were rough. Oh, boy. <laughs> but we, we know so much. 
and, and yet we are still so stubborn to what we know about the Lord and what he's called us to do and to be and how to live. And then, he, yeah, that's what you just read, Paul. That's the verse that grabbed me was 18. If you pay attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river and your well-being like the waves of the sea. And it, begins, it is so good for us to trust our Savior, follow him, and obey him. And yet, like Israel, we we don't so often. And then we wonder why we don't have peace and joy and, you know, things are things seem off or, or, or whatever we might say about it. So much of it comes with, with taking his word seriously and, yeah. and finding the joy of, mm-hmm. of living it out. In, in the same way, you know, that, uh, you know, God has said of, uh, you know, the Babylonians, uh, you, you're reduced to nothing because your gods are nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we are as well, you know, the, the vapidness of the things that we pursue and trust mm-hmm. in and offer our affections to, uh, you know, often, you know, will give us immediate joy. And there's some, you know, kind of, you know, we've got new things and exciting things, you know, going on, but in the end, they will not, you know, sustain us. If only you'd listen to me. I, I teach you what is, you know, what a great line. I teach you what is best for you. You know, my, my desire, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you hear that in Jesus, you know, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And, of course, he's talking about false shepherds there. But he's also could have just as easily been talking about false hopes. Uh, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life in its fullness and its abundance. And we don't even have English words that can describe you know what he's talking about. He's talking about somebody who's so sloppy and pouring out the wine that just runs over, so that you have life running over the brim. And well, what an indictment, verse two: "You who call yourself, or you who call yourself citizens of the holy city, and claim to rely on the God of Israel, that mm-hmm. their lives betray their confession." And this is us. I mean, mm-hmm. how often do we claim to rely on the Holy One of Israel, and yet? Our lives are going, you know, in a million different directions. And mm-hmm. and God says, and I'm concerned about this, not just because of you, but because this defames my glory. And he says, how can I let myself be defamed? I will not yield my glory to another, so I've refined you. You know, mm-hmm. and then we're just reminded that that God does. You know, he, he is concerned about his glory. And um, and, and, and that's ultimately a good thing for his people as well, but it may be, it may be refine, refinement's yeah, coming. That's, you're going through all the motions and you know all the right words, but none of it's in truth. And all of this you know, will, you know, will happen you know, to you. And I've instructed you not just to give you, you know, something to do. I've instructed you to bring out you know, your, your very best. So a lot of times when we're talking about uh, you know, theology, we're talking about something that is biblically sound. Uh, that That's only a part of it. It's not simply something that is biblically sound. It's something that brings biblical soundness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the measure of your your theology is, is what it's producing in you. Not what you know, but what it's producing in you. And, it, it mm-hmm. produ- you know, their theology was right, but it was not heartfelt. And, and that's a huge danger, both then and now. Mm-hmm. all right nice awkward pause here at the table <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a group that uh, usually when i'm uh, take them out to lunch or something like that there's no pause whatsoever we have one more podcast to record it, it, we will be and i hope you will too i hope we're not uh, but uh, <clears throat> heavenly father <laughs> to change the subject quickly and to put it back where it needs to be heavenly father we, we thank you for who you are, and we thank you for the counsel of your word. And sometimes it is strange to us, and sometimes it is foreign to us, and sometimes it requires 
all those things that we, we, we do not understand, but we thank you for the very simple statement you, you instruct us you know, for, for what is good for us mm-hmm. and that you, uh, Father, has given us the good gifts you've given us through the common graces of the world that we live in, uh, you know, to the, what you've accomplished on the cross of Christ uh, so that we may have the abundance that you created us to experience through you. And Father, we pray that you would stir our affections, that you would cause our our love for worldly things to to grow cold, and our love for you uh, to be passionate, and, and Father, to be solidly grounded in who you are and your character. May we not simply say that we uh, confess the name of the Lord. May our confession produce in us the character that you've called us to for the glory of Christ. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen.